0: Welcome back to AA with John and Kev Squared this week. It's kind of nice. We got a Kevin as a guest and a host. Hmm.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's, we got Kevin.
0: We got Kevin Thomas with us, you know, this week. And Kevin, Kevin Thomas is a pretty miraculous man, you know. In my mind, he basically kind of brought that kind of entrepreneurial spirit, like to New London, in my mind, because I haven't really. You don't really know too many New London people, at least I don't. They just kind of just started their own thing, right, coming right out of high school,
1: basically. Mm-hmm. And the only just person growing. I can even think of outside of him that's close to our age is like Lee, and he like made his money first and then just opened his business. Yeah, now. I, mean, I
2: don't even. Really yes, know. I did what Keithley did for a couple of years. I actually technically still do it right now the insurance adjusting well, yeah with a uh, real company though so i'm a staff adjuster i used to be independent but i was just over the whole traveling thing so. but yeah
0: i mean i want to bring up some rumors that i heard about you know because oh. you you have multiple companies i, think. I mean from mm-hmm. that one you started right out of high school you eagle. know yep. eagle <clears throat> property solutions well, that was what it was called right yeah and uh you know i heard so many rumors that and i don't necessarily know if they're true um probably <laughs> But starting with, you know, just how you gain some of your business is like most of the rumors that I heard that Mm -hmm. you go to these, you know, people and they would just say something like, you know, well, we have this excavating job or Mm -hmm. digging like a trench or something. You'd be like, yeah, I could do it. You know, it's no problem.
2: While I was, um, you know, mowing lawns, like when I started, you know, I got all that. Well, well, like prelude to that. So, like, I started that right after yeah, i was like just came home from the army started that didn't have the money
1: did what did coming home from the army is there any kind of benefit to starting a business that you had that another person nope. your age wouldn't have just because you were in the army and they weren't
2: no the only benefit i have like i don't even really consider myself an entrepreneur i just i'm a lazy person so i find the easiest way to pay for the lifestyle that i want to live that's all it's it hard is. it's hard out yeah, here to do yeah. that so um but yeah there, i mean there wasn't it wasn't easier it's just Started from the bottom. It, it didn't cost me anything. I already had a riding lawnmower and a push lawnmower and a truck, so we started that. But um, that's all it takes. Yeah. So like the banks they kept turning me down because I wanted like these commercial properties and like Target and shit like like that. Um, I think you tried to do, dude. What we, are the tar- th- I was, I <laughs> was
1: going to bring that up at some point during that anyway, so yeah, we, we might yeah. as well talk about
2: it. No. Uh, so I mean, basically, uh, yeah. In short, I was just a yes man, but um, we
1: we bit off a little more and we could chew I always with, did with that, Meyer.
2: That was, the, yeah. That was what I always did. You know, I was just a yes man, but. Um, yeah, I kept getting turned down. So I told Cody, we bought some neon shirts. We did some, you know, we went up to North Central Ag, bought the zero turn. We're well, not bought the zero turns. So I was like, hey, I want to test drive. And I would take pictures picture of Cody on different sides of the building, different angles. He'd be like, oh, this is from this job. Oh, this is from this job. And finally, the third bank was like, all right, yeah, go ahead. You can do our foreclosed homes. But then while we were out there mowing, there would be damages. <clears throat> and then I would call the banks and say, hey, man, you got a leaky roof or something? They'd be like, can you fix that? And I'd be like... I can absolutely fix that. <laughs> of course. So, I've, been, I've
1: been fixing leaky roofs. Yeah. And then they're
2: like, well, there's windows that are broken too. Like, do you do windows? And I'm like, I still the buddy, best I windows. I've been like, doing windows since I was 13. My, my dad owns a, a window <laughs> manufacturing company. Yeah, I would just, um, and then I would just call contractors. I would um, get three quotes. I would hire the cheapest quote mm-hmm. and submit the most expensive quote. Of course. Pay that. Wouldn't even mark it up. And then just pay the contractor keep whatever's left over. I mean, we're still managing the property. No, nothing illegal happened there, but... No. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I did. And, and then, see, I didn't know all the
1: behind-the-scenes shit like that, because when I hopped on, it was mainly... We were just mowing for Tommy, I believe his name was, right? Was Wasn't that the, the guy, that guy's name? I think it name? was. I think it was, yeah. Tommy, and he freaking... And I've had many Tommies in my life since that Tommy, right. but um, that, was, that was the Tommy back then yeah. for me. And um, so... <laughs> We weren't really fixing anything. We were just straight up. They remember they sent us it, a guys. route every morning. Me and yeah. Cody went and mowed it, bro. But yeah. the cool part about that was, is like I think we did it for like two. We did that like two summers in a row. Yeah, and it like was enough for us all three to like live mm-hmm. happily. You yeah, know man, what it was I mean? Fine. And, then, and then, I know yeah. you had like the, the 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 fucking cable digger on the other yeah, side. So that and that's what, I think. That's where John was going to with the rumors and things. Yeah, right? I
0: mean there was something you know where this gentleman had told me. I, I'm not going to mention his name. It was telling these rumors because mm-hmm. whatever you know and he comes up to me he's like you know kevin would just do these things where he'd be like hey you know do you have the equipment to uh dig a trench through my yard to run some oh, cable that or something was the rumor. you already
1: said that and
0: yeah right. and he uh he this guy's just like he, kevin would be like yeah i mean i have that equipment no problem man. Yeah. and then just like equipment and then just
2: that's what we did that was what um i had some other employees doing that stuff was uh <clears throat> just burying cable for like Spectrum AT&T shit like that
0: another question I have for you if you don't mind um, mm-hmm. did you have like Austin and Scott working with you as well yeah they actually because still Austin work for was, my partner
1: Austin was the main that's what like, I'm curious about yeah. if I was gonna say like there was like a, a boss and then like a vice president like Austin yes. would have been like his like right hand
0: yeah
2: Austin was actually an officer on my first LLC
0: yeah and you know the odd thing is you know they're still doing it on an everyday basis and it's like yeah. you know are you Bro, involved they make,
1: and in they, have, they make a good living from that shit it's oh I, know, great, of course. Money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just actually saw that Scott posted something where they dug and buried cable for Nick Merckx one of the most famous YouTubers there is yeah we did like yeah we did Urban Myers
1: I mean Scott's got his own card shop Austin's got his own babysitting service out of his house have you seen his
2: backyard it's always full of water, though. No. I saw that I was bummed for He will like, get fuck, the he water. will but get
0: the freaking irrigation worked out, Kevin. Yeah. leave him alone. That's yeah. leading it into another like big rumor, which is the one I was leading up to. Is like yeah. it was, I guess some sort of ex partner, and there was some bad
2: blood, and <clears> someone I wouldn't say it was bad blood. I mean, um, Ideal Infrastructure was uh, another guy that I ran into. It was actually when I was doing the property preservation, and he like wanted to bury K, but I was like, absolutely, you know. Um, and he taught us it was just me and Austin <clears throat> and then we started getting more and more contracts more and more jobs um, so then we hired more people it's we like hired Austin
1: Austin's dad Hayden brother. Scott it was yeah. a lot
2: of dudes G, doing G it. worked for us for a Garrett. while um, right before we went to the railroad but um, yeah it was that was pretty much it so then I want to take a step farther because then we started gaining more traction we got a lot more contracts um, we were a pretty big um, name in northern Ohio for burying uh, cable so I, uh, I started setting up meetings um, with the higher-ups from all these companies, like, so so high so that, you know, T, uh, the other, my, 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 my partner, uh, and I say partner, it was his LLC, it was his company, I the infrastructure, was, it was his, but sure. um, <clears throat> I was moving into the partnership role. Now, so much so that we were flying out to Dallas and talking to executives from AT&T and going to these seminars, whatever, and rubbing shoulders with some important guys to get big contracts, I mean, nationwide, in different states. Um, they wanted us to start fiber lashing, which is... Fibers like glass... It's weird shit. Ariel, you need bucket trucks, and I was like, "Absolutely, we can." And <laughs> so Always the answer. No, that,
1: because at that point, now you just need the equipment, and you got right, more. Yeah, yeah. hey
2: yeah. buddy, we plan on bulldozing
0: a key yeah. tower in Cleveland. Can you take care of that? You're goddamn <laughs> yes, right. I can knock intense. that. Yeah, shit I mean down. that was what it
2: was. Like we were getting X amount <laughs> how, of dollars per foot. How to demolish a building? Yeah, that's that's what I do. Like I would just stay up all night and figure out how to do. You stuff. You have no idea um,
0: the amount of dynamite I got in my yeah. basement, buddy. <laughs>
2: that's all Yeah, and then I would just I started calling like the moment I said yesterday fiber lashing. I, I was calling uh contractors in dayton and ask them if they could do it for x amount of square or x amount of per uh foot and they're like yeah and then <clears throat> dallas you know headquarters of 18t would be like hey we'd give you, you know three dollars a foot i would just find contractors do it for two dollars yeah. a foot or whatever exactly yeah. so and they just sub it out but um and then it's like, basically
0: well, just a broker at this point you're brokering yeah, yeah. jobs and that's and then sit
2: on your ass make yeah. a
1: couple of calls and you get yeah. some money
2: that and and then so we would just uh Um, as far as the burying and stuff, we wanted to do extra stuff. Um, I talked to some of the higher ups. I made really good relationships with like AT&T, uh, with, with Spectrum, and they like, dude, you can make, yeah. they're like, dude, you can make a lot of money just selling our shit, too. So <laughs> okay. I was like, absolutely, I can sell it. So I became an authorized retailer Bro, for DirecTV. Bro, he had a fucking kiosk in the mall. You mm-hmm. remember? Yeah, we and, had a kiosk. We had the store in New London.
1: And that's the thing. I could never just let it be. I had to always go check Kev's shit out, dude. And I went and I hung out with him. We had Chinese. I saw what he was all about. And guess what? It's honestly, that's that you were just a little bit late on setting up a kiosk in the mall. Yeah, go yeah. Wireless, the company that I work for. Mm-hmm like the CEO's name Kevin Cubed his name's Kevin Elder. Yeah. And he started with kiosks in the mall and now he's got to go wireless on every little town across right. Ohio and other states. You know what I mean? It's the, it's a part of the big 6 which is the six premium authorized retailers that are allowed to sell Verizon product, products.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. we yeah we became an authorized retailer um so I we I did a lot of classes, a lot of certifications. You
1: even had it. that building in New London yeah. for a minute. You were really so, about to direct
2: do it. So DirecTV, AT&T cell phones, um, Windstream, CenturyLink, everything for internet, phone.
1: Telecommunications. Yeah, every telecommunications within shop. like yeah.
2: Ohio, we, we we were authorized retailer for. So, so you would have been I my even,
1: competition straight up.
2: Yeah, I even created a... Uh, a website that I could type in your zip code and it would filter all the open options. So like the people out in the country, only via sat, satellite internet would work. So I would just offer them that. But if I typed in something in town, I could offer you spectrum or via sat. And
1: Did so, you commission somebody to p- make the website or
0: did you do it yourself? No, It
2: was just simple coding, but it was basically like a, on Dreamweaver. No.
0: Then the, there's, did you use like a simple software for building a website or no? Yeah, it was just Wix and there yeah, was a yeah, hyperlink yeah, yeah, yeah. to
2: that. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Um, and it would tell me what was available, but, um, it was yeah. basically
0: like a short like a shortcut. It's like, almost a plug-in search phone. engine kind yeah. of you build a website and have like this kind of plug-in search engine, but you add sp- specific coding to yeah. it. Right.
2: Um, but yeah basically so how w- what that falling out was was um, <clears throat> I just have different ideas but um no ill blood i mean i don't think there's bad blood i mean maybe he does i don't give a fuck but uh <laughs> like, it doesn't bother <laughs> that's me, one but thing about kev well, that's, that's why yeah. i wanted to
0: see there if some of those rumors were like false because i heard this rumor that somebody like just screwed you over and ran off with all some like all just just copious amounts of money you know and i was like that's fucking it was more of an like opportunity that it
2: was uh, sad to see go yeah like, and yeah and just like kind of the contracts that were gained um you know in the relationships that I built, I just walked away from everything. So yeah, I lost. He that. got the short
1: end of the stick. Amount of the amount of
2: the yeah, he but I grew
1: the business personally, and how much like of the pie <clears throat> he got of, of it. Ultimately. Yeah, see, I'm not
2: I'm not really pressed for that though, because the original owner like he started the company, so I'm not pressed to like take anything of his. um, and I'm really not even impressed for the money that I lost out on. It was more of my time and, like, what I was trying to build. Yeah, because then we just had different ideas, too. Like, he wanted the sales business to just pop off overnight. And it was like, we were, like, less than 60 days into I'm like, yo, we got to chill and start building something. Because then the residuals come in. and it's
1: so hard, He just wanted to... now,
2: now, now. So, I was just, you know, we just had different ideas. But I don't, I mean, he was a great guy. I learned a lot from him, even from business um, and, like, morally stuff. I mean, he's... What a lot of people don't understand today,
0: too, especially when it comes to sales building, you know, it's not the same as it used to be. And when it comes to building sales, sure, you can get on the phone and you can call and you can make sales. That's whatever. Mm -hmm. But the number one thing I believe in building a business and, you know, your brand is simply that. It's brand awareness. It's the simple idea of starting a website, getting word of mouth from people, and then building that brand based on you know whether you network like you were saying, going to Dallas and then just getting your name out there and how you represent and build that brand off of its credibility mm-hmm. is far different. You know, just like running a simple search engine optimization. You know, you know um, scheme to, like for Google. It's just you crazy,
1: dude, to, to think about if we were trying to do the same shit as our parents and you say search engine optimization to yeah. our parents at our age. And they're gonna fucking be like, get out of my house, but that
0: crackhead. But is, that is the number one way to grow our business right now is a yeah. search engine optimization I campaign. Seen, no, I'm saying I have a receipt
2: in the uh, in the GMC right now. I just paid two hundred twenty-five dollars to Google to wash for horts. Yeah, because it still says Old Camp yeah. Street Tavern. Two fifty. And the only way to fuck with that is yeah, they send you like a little <laughs> pin code, and then they you have to verify. Yeah, I don't want Old Camp Street Tavern anymore. That's what's anymore. crazy about Google. The they're
0: like, thing.
1: hey, you want to get searched? Cut us a check, motherfucker. Yeah. I did the same you thing for
0: Airsi uh, and. Uh, Overland to mm-hmm. get them, you know, mapped out on Google, and ran an SEO campaign and built that business like crazy. Yeah, like, and it's it blew good, up. but
2: I gotta wait. That's I crazy.
1: I you want to come up when somebody types that in? Cuts a
0: check, but yeah, I mean, dude,
1: fucking Google, genius.
0: People always say, I mean, you can go to business school four years ago, and they'll probably tell you the number one rule in business is know your market. I call bullshit. It is important. Don't get me wrong. You want to know your market, what you want to sell, but it's absolutely building your brand and having people know your brand and say that's the person I want to call. Second to that is SEO. You want to search on Google, and that first one to pop up. Other than the ads, because who clicks on the fucking ads? You want to be the first one to pop up. That's my guy, right there. You
1: have to build a culture around something. That's the good one. That's the cool thing to do. That's the, you know what I mean? Like, like for me, that's what that Kevin Elder guy that started the company that I work for. He's, I don't have to make sales. People come in because they need a new phone, and I'm gonna get it for you, and then I'm gonna sell you up on every single thing. We're gonna cut your bill down so we can even it out on these things that I can make money on this month. You know what I mean? So, and it's, it's just like it's. Like a what what you guys do is on a different level than the sales because you were just you're like selling freaking salt to a slug. Almost. But
0: ultimately, I mean, Mine's not easy. just <laughs> speaking too much about the old business, but you got this new business coming out. You that, know, I no, no, that's
1: that's what I want to know is I wanna I want to know which
2: one the bar just a the quick a, yeah.
1: yeah quick like summarization from. Okay. When we left off, you know, as far as business goes, you right. and I, when, you know, the lawn mowing thing after good old Steve, because that's the thing, after we didn't have the contract that we had anymore, we just got back on Craigslist and did it another summer through that Steve guy, remember? Yeah. And it's still, I mean, we didn't, you didn't make as much off it, but it still made, I made the same amount of money and he's right. got a little kickback off it. Basically, well, it was, I, yeah, my, I was like renting covers. the equipment from Kevin at that yeah, point I'm and in, just doing it, but... Uh, That's
2: how I've gotten where I've got today. Like the culture I build is uh, employees come first. You gotta treat them straight up, amazing. Like Richard Branson is like probably one of my favorite mentors. Spaceman. Yeah, he. Um. You know, you gotta pay and train your employees well enough to so that they can leave you, but treat them well enough to where they don't want to. So even like with the bar right now, like we slayed it out Saturday. I mean, I'll go into what happened from Friday to Saturday before they open. There's no way anyone else could have pulled it off, and I didn't pull it off. It was my staff. But
1: did you have video? Like, do you have any like documentation of it, or you just was will have to open? like you'll yeah. just have to have actors like reenact it later to tell the story. Uh,
2: what happened? No, no, I have videos of actually what happened Friday. It was it was fucked up, but, um, yeah. What was your original question or whatever too, about? No, this I just business? I was gonna
1: say like from when we stopped with the law mowing mm-hmm. when that like finally died, and then yep. like what did you do from that then mm-hmm. and then what happened that led you to finally deciding that you're going to buy and open a bar.
2: So yeah, I went to uh, like independent insurance suggestion, just like Keith did. Like I stopped by, by Keith's house, sat with him for like a day or two or something. Um, he went over like what he does, how he does it. So then I just did the same thing. I uh, did that for a while, uh, got my real estate license, uh, sold real estate for a while.
1: I remember um, that. I remember, yeah. I even, for whatever reason, one time I rode around with you one day and went to your office. I forget what the hell I was with you for. But yeah.
0: I actually considered doing that, getting yeah. my real estate license. He,
1: his name was up on the leaderboards. He wasn't yeah. bullshitting. Yeah. And then I just got <laughs> bored
2: of that, stopped doing that. Like, um, My problem is like, once I get to do something that I think, like, man, that's going to be hard, I just research, get it, get the licenses, go to the school whatever for it. And then once I like exceed at it, I'm just like this is over. Yeah, so just like, like World of Warcraft, like yeah. any video game, like it's anything, like, yeah, a- any anything, like, COD, everything. Yeah. So, um, with uh, yeah, with the real estate, that I mean, that was like six months, and I was like, okay, I'm pretty bored. Um, I started bird dogging for some investors. Uh, bird dogging is just like walking around, finding you know houses with tall grass or broken windows, going to the auditor site, figuring out who owns it, going to the white pages, figuring out who owns it, call them, say hey, how much for your house. That's when you see those I know you
1: ain't taking care of it. I know you want
0: somebody to take it off your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically the, like the more
2: sophisticated version of those signs you see on telephone poles to say, yeah. we buy houses. Yeah. There's your bandit signs. <laughs> yep, there's your bandit signs. I put up bandit signs, you know, and then I would... Uh, flip that contract you know i'd find people and they're like oh it's my mom she died i'm like that yeah, it sucks it's but been, yeah yeah i'm, yeah. So I'm sorry. like that's fucked up how much and so sorry like, how much
0: will you sell me your house though
2: yeah i even got so addicted to the point where i was just following the obituaries and anyone that was <laughs> yeah i swear to god they called us sorry. ambulance chasers i would call them before they put them in the ground i'd be like hey man i heard martha died on thursday <laughs> that's what's funny. going off that the house absolutely <laughs> absolutely i would
1: okay eventually that got boring though
2: yeah so then i just i'd met some you know pretty wealthy people and they took me on another path. Uh, what, what did I do after that?
1: I remember you were talking about the the rental, like where they would rent like planes and cars to people and Yeah.
2: So yeah, that was Drive 30. We got in that. That's when you, uh, I think it's my Instagram photo still. But uh, yeah, I got into some guys. That was when I was still doing real estate. Um, <clears throat> now I had a chance to get into those guys. I should have, looking back in the hindsight, money's not important to me though. Like that's what I stress to people. The reason I bought a bar at 27 was money's not important. Having a successful business is important to me. Um leaving a legacy or generational wealth is important to me. But already um, you
1: can just tell how everybody that you come in contact with it rubs off on them. I'm just saying, Scotty. No, I think
2: it's vice versa. Like a lot of people give me credit for that. It's vice versa. Anyone that I surround myself with, I'm a sponge and I'll soak up. And I'll become it's like it's mutual. Just as good as it's you, certainly just mutual. Just as good as you, if not better. At I'm, what with you him
0: do. On, I'm with them. I'm with them on this. Because I want to say yeah. I
1: don't want to give you all the credit for me being the man I am today, credit. but I'm just saying there. I was working for you at a big transitional point in my yeah. life where it was going to either be me turning stuff around or me right. not doing that. I mean,
0: like, I want to piggyback mm-hmm. off of that too. You know, every convention that I went to for hazmat, you know, I would surround myself with. The mm-hmm. oldest of the old in that business. And I would just soak in absolutely everything they knew uh, just to make me better. You know, and that, that I take that, you know, because I'm very good at what I do. I know my job to the T, but there's some guys that have been in this business for so long that have, you know, done spinoff businesses just on their knowledge, whether it be consulting, you know, whatever the case may be. So I'll just surround myself with these guys and just start talking to them and just getting to know everything I can mm-hmm. that they know because yeah. that's the way it should be it's wild I, I agree 100% surround yourself with those people that you just know what they know what they're doing and learn everything from them and say yeah I'm going to do this better than you yeah <laughs> exactly
2: that's 100% true I mean I oh, was at Dan Pena or whatever or, I don't know maybe it's Morgan Wallen or Denzel Washington but they're like yo if you hang out with um you know four idiots I'll show you the fifth one you hang out with like four drunks you'll be the fifth one mm-hmm. for drug addicts you'll be the fifth one you hang out with four business owners, you'll be the fifth one. It's, you know, it's all yeah. you surround yourself with. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that. like, you know, a random Friday night, we all kick it or something. Like I kick it with some weirdos because I still hang out with some sketchy people. But outside <laughs> of that though, I'm emailing and calling and talking to people every day about, you know, business and shit like that. For sure. That's just kind of my mantra. But um, yeah, I don't think I rub off on anyone because I'm only 27. Well, I, I guess I just turned 28 like two weeks ago. But it's, it, yeah, it's the other way around, man. Like, I'm just a sponge and I'm very observant and like whatever someone tells me and it's it's a cocky conceited 27 or 28 year old in me but I'm trying to do it better than them and the moment I do it I'm like okay I'm accomplished now with the bar and restaurant though <clears throat> that's been my passion I like having a good time I like being everyone's friends mm-hmm. you know finding that um, approval from everyone to be the cool guy so this has been my end goal Um, I just got there a lot faster than I thought I was. So, yeah,
1: leave me there because we're still at real estate. I need to Mm. get. How did we get to. How did you fucking end up. Yeah, real
2: estate bird dogging. Did some excavating for a while. Um, Or not excavating. I I guess it was um, like union work. Um, And then what else did I do? I was big into stocks for a while. I flipped those. Um, that was, that was pretty much it. And then, yeah, I got with Geico just to collect my thoughts um, and kind of wait. So you, like, did a,
1: night, a regular grind for a regular yeah. guy just to, like, reset for yeah, a second.
2: Yeah, yeah, Geico's sick, though, because it's still independent insurance. So you don't have to a... wake
1: up and do shit every single day oh, if you no. don't want to.
2: No, I'm home every day by, like, 11 or noon. I get paid, oh. way overpaid salary, company car, make my own schedule. Um, it's awesome. Um, oh, yeah. What I, kind of
0: schooling do you have to go to to be an insurance adjuster?
2: It's three months through Geico What school. is it, two
0: grand in three months? For what? To
2: pay for it and to do it. You don't pay for anything. Yeah, I hire. would say
0: Geico would probably.
2: So, yeah. what?
1: Geico's just hiring people off the streets and saying, we'll no, change it? No, so
2: like I had like a resume on, indeed, you know, that I had independent insurance adjusting, but that's really not why they hired me. Um, honestly, that's actually my biggest gamble and I regret doing it now, but it worked out. Um, I wanted to go with Geico because they paid more and it was just better benefits, better reviews on Glassdoor. And Progressive called me and they're like, oh, we don't know. And then Geico called me. And I was like, yo, I have a application into progressive they gave me an offer i need you guys to give me an offer in like a week was
0: that a lie oh yeah progressive didn't oh, even I call lie. me back that's exactly what i'm doing right now
2: yeah you got to though. and they didn't call and like they're like well yeah we should know um probably in like two or three weeks i'm like hey i appreciate it i want to work for guy call i'm telling you i have the credentials i just i want to be honest with you um i only have until friday to give progressive an answer and like the next day my supervisor now like hopefully he's not listening my manager now <laughs> called me and they're like, hey, could you come in tomorrow for an interview? I was like, absolutely, I can. And then <clears throat> so we did that and then fast forward.
1: That's the cool thing about this podcast mm-hmm. is it will be fun to look back on after yeah. we all get where we're going. But yeah. right now it's not going to fuck anybody's life up. No. <laughs>
2: No. Um, Mike well, P, Mike P
1: was like big time worry dude and like Why? I was like because I was like just saying because I work at the same company as him and was I was like saying people's names and, and we were yeah, just his well. wife was saying things about <laughs> sucking dick and stuff I don't remember the whole thing but dude. he was worried and I was like I'll edit some of the stuff out well
2: let's just unpack our biggest stories about Mike P on this no. one that was not his <laughs> fault we can't do that we'll just we're go on the table until it gets no, really no, uncomfortable no.
1: well no it's right. I'm already there
2: are you? oh shit
1: just for Mike P's sake yes but what did you say though specifically? let's bring that up again oh what was it? she's
2: just kidding.
0: <laughs> I just know that uh, we played a game, um, the wedding. Uh, what's it called? Like the newlywed game, because hmm. uh, we had Chelsea and Kevin there, and then Mike and uh, Candy. Oh. So we just played this game. And uh, the first season is one. gold.
1: I really wish we could had video for the I did first not
0: season. To this one. And uh, the the last question. It was a tiebreaker question. I said, "What is?" Because they were answering for. What was it? It was like you guys were answering for them or they were answering for you or something like that. And it's like, what is your spouse best at? And Candy wrote on, <laughs> wrote on her board, sucking cock. And
1: that oh, because she that's, she was guessing shit. that's what Michael was going to guess. Yeah. Oh. She gave good head.
0: It wasn't that. She wrote sucking dick. That's bit. not what he put. Did he get what it he, right, though? No, I think he said, he said something like sweet. Like gentle sweet. and
1: nice, yeah. <laughs> he said something all like super gentle and nice and like, it was just it was funny as hell though Dude, it, it really was that but so that's bad. probably why you didn't listen, bro. The analytics of this type of shit is really interesting. So I had a like an artist that was like drawn. You see these two portraits? Like yeah. I had an artist that was like drawing art for every single one of our episodes, and he stopped on the Mike and Candy episodes. He just said, "I haven't been inspired to draw lately." And then I just got lazy and didn't figure out who else I wanted to pick it up for me. But it's like I
2: love I, that I, though. I love that idea. That's sure, it's it's smart. yeah, it's
1: dope. And it's like the pilot episode, and it's a jet
0: yeah i mean we had a lot of good ideas going on, and unfortunately we just kind of lost it's okay though pace, because but,
1: it is like this we're look what we're doing bro you know what i mean we're yeah. doing it that's I all that matters it yeah it's, it's it is it is what it is anyway. but uh, i
0: wanted to go back to the bar like that's the number one thing i want to talk about because, i want to get know, there though i what so i what, just i got a question yeah. what is what hey, shut is your fucking is, mouth okay, what is the okay. actual actual oh. idea for the bar is it sports bar barn grill no, horts so hortz.
2: horts horts right, come so on I baby it's just horts Oh, so that's all we're saying is just the name of it? Yeah, no. So horse is uh it's that's actually a the word... brand. I know that. So it that's a word that I just like came up with a couple years ago. It's gonna catch my on. wife and her friend like her family, like we go to Put in Bay every year. So like it's me, Dane Matthews, Vegas. Dane, Matthews, her younger cousins. Um, I actually made it as like a play on words, you know, like gangsters or whatever. They're like, oh, let's go Hort. You know, it was a play on words on hard, the word hard. Like <laughs> damn, we go mad Hort out here. Yeah, yeah. Like when we're drinking, like we go Hort. So then we created this Hort Day. <laughs> we created Hort Day in 2016 uh, put it in because the whole family goes every year for a whole week. And Hort Day, we wake up, um, you know, uh, we play nine holes of golf. It's a chipping course. It takes like an hour to do. Love it. But it's beer hole. And then you go on to drink as many beers as you can all day. Shots, like Who everything. Who wins, Charlie? I do. Every, <laughs> Charlie. I swear to God, no, every Who day. Who comes in second? Uh, usually Daedric. Dang. Yeah. But uh, so like the first year we did uh, I had like 37 beers um, before I tapped out. And it was just like, we're like, okay, hey. So every year we try to get better and better. But it, it's called Hort Day. So it's like family. But also Hort, the Urban Dictionary, is um, it's something, something in between. Something to do with the pig, right? I was going
0: to say something, sexual. What? No.
2: No, it's something in between a, a hobby and a sport. When oh, you don't know nice. what the fuck it is, like
0: like disc golf,
2: like beer pong, oh, okay. flip cup, drinking games, you disc know shit like that. What, this fucking sport.
0: This fucking awesome sport called yeah. spike ball that I love watching. Yeah, spi- yeah,
2: spike ball. Like Gil and I play the fuck out of spike I ball. I love spike yeah, ball. yeah, we love Spikeball. Like, I've seen people. Yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, spike ball's fun. Um, but yeah, so that's that's where the name comes from. Hort. It's because I don't want to be branded as anything. Because the moment I'm a sports bar, I'm immediately compared to every other sports bar. B-dubs I want to be compared to every to other hort with, bar, baby. which. My lawyer, shout out to Michelle Smith from Sadowski, she is fucking awesome because I asked her the most retarded questions a twenty-seven-year-old would ask a lawyer that's opening a bar, beer pong tournaments, all this shit, and she just ran down the list. It was like two pages of Microsoft documents, like what we can do there legally, what we can't. Well, we can't do beer darts for liability reasons. <laughs> Damn, that's um, crazy
1: as fuck. How does? But that, yeah, we can do, do. you do have to be like a military organization to do that? Well, I don't, ultimately,
2: dude, do, I don't you know want b- that. do you know? Do oh. you know beer darts? I'm gonna finish it now though, but. Um, yeah, oh, beer yeah, I
1: played it, but I'm just saying, mm. like catch
2: one of those with a foot, man. Yeah, I got a photo of mine doing it at my oh, Daddy day party. I don't know if you guys saw my Daddy day yeah, party. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I took one to the foot there, but um, yeah. So Gosh. that was like beer pong tournament. She said, "Yeah, cornhole. We can do flip cup. We can't do murder ball for liability reasons. You can't have people sprinting back and forth to you know." You're
1: language. talking about moving the tables out of the way and playing the shit in the bar? Yeah, we already have rooms for it. Wait.
2: Yeah, the bar's three thousand square feet. This Holy is exa- this is exactly yeah. what I was going to bring up too, because of course you don't need advice. So on it's what... hobby
1: sports. Jesus Christ, and Kevin, horse.
2: Shut the fuck it's, up. Yeah, it's hobby and sports. Like when you don't know what the fuck it is. Like we're not a sports bar, we're a Kevin, young this is
1: going to be
2: yeah. huge. That's why my staff is fucking You're gonna awesome. have trampoline parks and shit. Well, I don't know about trampolines. I can't afford a trampoline, but just wait. No, I don't know. <laughs> What were you going to say? I
0: was just going to say, I mean, just the idea of how unique the bar is. I mean, when you have these kind of events and, like, you guys are going crazy with these different hobbies or sports, yeah. just get TikTok videos and put them
2: out there. Yeah, that's what we're trying to start up And now.
1: that's that's where – because I was just about to say, how hard is it going to be to keep this thing alive? Like, if if it's – not, you know what I mean? Financially, I'm sure I saw what you were offering mm-hmm. as far as be my employee, I will treat you right. Yeah, nobody to, hires
2: to, more or I'm not pays, kidding. pays more than me. Right
1: to make to be able to make right on that, there's a reason why yeah. nobody else pays that much, Kevin. Yeah. It's because it's hard to fucking keep the doors open yep. if you pay them a lot of money. I'm yeah.
0: not kidding. Work with Trenton Shepard to open a or make a fucking TikTok paid specifically for that bar, dude. Well, he's like,
2: my tenant. He rents from me. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, I mean, he's he's really good at editing videos from what I've seen. Did you see I that, that mean, video of
2: Charlie going viral? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, heard that. about That's it. That's my father. That's my hand. That, and then Tim the Tatman did something. He's like, the funniest part about this is like, Look at this guy, though. He wants to be a part of it so bad. Like, that was me. I'm like, that's my favorite streamer. <laughs> yeah, He's Tim the, tap and the Beast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you can you're create those, th- th- those kind of
0: unique things you're doing in your bar, yeah. it, that as well on TikTok, something goes viral and then boom, that's brand awareness like you wouldn't believe. Especially TikTok is the most ridiculous fucking... Platform in the oh, world, yeah. but you have to make as unique as, as your bar
2: is, I think it will take off. Yeah, because we're gonna the do weird shit, like even fire. even the red, dude. Honestly, the food was great. Is I, it? Did you? I'm gonna make go into sure the story to about
1: price everything.
2: No, 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 absolutely not. Because you I know, and I, we had a conversation about that today. Um, because of the atmosphere, like people are like, you I don't. I don't have tone. to be competitive with my prices to get people in my door, because like people are just gonna come in my door. So we had that conversation today, but. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't need to get rich off of someone's chicken tender basket. Right. <laughs> I want to build that culture. You want a
1: Three horts, four horts, five. Yeah, horts. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And I'm actually in some some like proprietary shit to start a brand. And anyone can like fuck with me right now. It's already in the lawyer's office, so you can't beat me to it now. But building a brand to sell drinking beer drinking games to code, like beer pong tables, beersby tables, all like that that are hort, Yeah, that oh. are hort stamped. Like two code, like two spec. Cause and that'll
1: like, be the new standard.
2: Yeah, like, the like, oh, is that a horse table? You know, yeah. whatever. Like, that's what I'm trying to go for oh, like okay. every so drinking you, game. You're kind of patenting patenting these things. Like horse. I'm trying to patent Because honestly, Horts. When, yes, when we're trying yes, to play yes, beer yes, pong,
1: yes. there's no, like, dog. you don't have a well, Nike so, beer pong table? Yes. There's nothing like that. There's nothing... somebody has a
2: table, and like, if, someone, had, like, if someone whips out table. like a horse beersby, they'll know it's that tall. They'll know it's the same specs.
1: Right, and they'll, it'll be fair <clears throat> because we play on this fucking table every yeah, time. Yeah, when we
2: play Flip Cup, like, the Hortz Cups are going to be regulation, so you know how to pour your drink because everyone fights in Flip Cup. They're like, pour more shit in that. That's not full or flip whatever. Flip Cup is intense. Yeah, so it's like stuff like that. But anyway... um yeah, that's that's the brand the culture we're trying to Am I talking really loud? No, no it's perfect. It's, Absolutely you're perfect. You're fine. You're perfect. But uh I yeah, that's cool. one of the coo- That's one of the yeah. coolest
0: fucking ideas I've heard. That is I awesome. Hear. So is where is the bar located? Is it on
2: It's in the Sandusky. hood. Yeah, oh, it's okay. on Camp Street, so it's on that dark place in uh, Lion King you're not supposed to go to. He's gentr he's trying to gentrify. No, man. So like right now it's a, it was a private club, which is probably why I got the post-covid special. It closed after 2 years um
1: after two years i'm saying kev it was a private know, club it was just old white retired people you're on an mba court you're about three steps behind three point with this shot you're taking but no, i am fucking i know you're gonna drain it yeah you're gonna bank it it's gonna bank and yeah go right i'm telling it. you
2: right now like, i won't fail and it will be a marketable bar it's not gonna happen There, are percent of bar owners fail in their first year i'm that's what i'm saying after the first <laughs> year though 72 percent of those guys fail Nobody's so, in
1: your face. It's a wide open shot, but you're about yeah. two or three steps behind the three point line. Which lineup. is why
2: the reason I
0: was asking what kind of beer or what kind of bar you were going for, because they follow that logic of I want to be a sports bar,
2: which absolutely fucking ruins no, them because branded? they can't compete. Dude, if yeah. we're
1: drinking and playing games in there, and you've got a lawyer to already sign off on this type Everything. of shit, then yeah. it's it's gonna be fire. Yeah,
2: so I had to, I had to join a charity. I got my bingo license. That's what you need. Why did you
1: say charity with your eyes rolled? Because it's like <laughs>
2: I just fucking hate charities, man. Like get your like own money. Like fucking St. <laughs> yeah. Jude, dude. Grow the yeah, fuck grow up. up. Oh, stop being sick. Jesus Christ. This no. Is this true? Oh, shout out to the dudes at St. Jude's. Absolutely. No, like, the dudes uh, at St. Jude's. Yeah, the chicks, fuck them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, shout out to the chicks at St. Jude's. Um, no, but... Uh, the chicks at St. Dick's. She even, yeah, like she told me everything about like money. So I was like, okay, yo, $20 ahead head or like per team for... I was like, okay, and like maybe the house takes half and like the winners take half. She said, absolutely not because then you're gambling. So... I had it's got to get, gotta be like, to get it's got to be license. a clear thing
1: where the it's got to be a clear thing where the store is making money off this and everybody's aware.
2: No, 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 we can't do that at all. It doesn't matter. I can't even advertise like yo, we get the money. We can't, we cannot take the money. We can't take the money. It's just called a skilled game. We can't do it. So um, all I can do is get a bingo license. A bingo license allows for pool tabs. So I have pool tabs. Yeah. Basically, what I do is I go, I went to Perkin Athletic. Like this is how far I take every business. Um, I'll actually rewind when when
1: you, I'll actually rewind the
2: guy that I bought the bar from is a single guy. He's 77. He has no wife, no kids. So this is the last business he's going to sell. Okay. I'll just put it that way. Um, while this transaction was happening, I made sure that he brought his will and his trust into my lawyer's office to make sure that if he croaks before the sale of this, she can't take the building. The sale has to go through. And all that shit.
1: So that it was marked in his will that yeah they he made an amendment. He, yes,
2: just that that's how close I'll cover my assets. So as far as the lawyer goes, though, um, what was I starting off with? That what did I say before that guy? Uh, before the guy's comment.
0: Well, I just, I just know that it was the last business he was going to sell, and then I'm not that, the one that. you want to ask. boy,
2: I smoke weed. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean that that's that's how close I, I manage my businesses. But as far as the um, the the gambling goes, oh yeah, this is how far I go. So the yeah. bingo license is for the pool tabs. This is how far I go to make sure my businesses are successful. I did some research on pool tabs in Sandusky in Erie County. Perkins Athletic Boosters has the highest paid, so they buy the pool tabs from a factory that prints the pool tabs. Mm-hmm. They probably pay three hundred dollars, five hundred dollars for it. I pay one thousand one hundred and sixty dollars for that box. After everything's said and done, and all the tickets are sold, I make like fifteen hundred. So I only make like two or three hundred. But the guys playing pool tabs are drinking beer, eating food. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But I did the research to what's going to bring in more customers. What are the best pool tabs in these counties? What well, well, people Perkins, are looking for. Perkins has six hundred up to six hundred dollars winners. The other pool tabs, like in downtown, up to like are 250. 300. So, Yeah. So I made sure I had the best pool tabs. So people that, that are looking,
1: else. people who are hardcore gamblers, that they're are gonna be like, oh, they got tabs. the yeah, they got six hundred dollars. We're going in here. Yeah, they we're got the six hundred dollars winners. And guess what? They got a fucking dope ass Hortzburger <laughs> yeah. that
2: tastes good as fuck. The Hortzburger does go hard. <laughs>
1: No, dude. I'm <laughs> so saying I your, your snap story. Your snap story when you were number one, the first one I noticed that you were when you're documenting this whole thing. Right. Is when you're fucking talking to that security salesman. Oh yeah, that's. Did you see that?
2: I did not. I've been doing a lot of, doc, uh, a lot of documentaries dude, on like he's he sets young, up a
1: camera on a tripod just like I have right like, here. Like it vlogging? seems like I don't know how he recorded it so good. He must have been blatantly. Setting up to record while he was talking to this guy, not giving a a fuck if he noticed or not. And he started recording, and he's like, So, you're telling me that if your guy fucks up installing this yeah. and somebody breaks into my bar and steals everything fucking vandalizes it ransacks the whole place that you guys aren't liable and I'm just supposed to trust that your installment man is good. good Yeah, he should, and, yeah. and <clears throat> fucking the guy's like stuttering over his words yeah. terrible salesman because as a salesman the o- your only job is to make <laughs> them feel comfortable and make them feel stupid for feeling <laughs> unsafe you, you know what I mean you're just supposed to be like bro trust yeah. me my guys aren't gonna fuck up you could no. watch them the whole time he could have made you feel comfortable and put it right to bed but he started stuttering and you're like come back to me when your lawyer has made an amendment to the contract yeah. where that's not I even it I said
2: that I was like yeah we'll talk to John and we'll make the amendment <laughs> yeah, I mean I that's uh, and, like, like,
1: it's real because you can hear this guy in the background fucking, like, fumbling over his words. Like, yeah. damn,
2: bro, this is a hard sell. Yeah, my, my employees are about I mean, I just, I, I, at 27, like, a lot of people have tried to take advantage of me so far over the bar. I mean, how, yeah. much, how
0: much do you feel uh, liable? Not necessarily liable, but does it worry you on the actual liability that comes with bars? Because some bars are just so fucking liable for destruction. You of course there's there's of course there's business insurances you, and yeah, yeah. but I mean it's a fucking bars can be so mm-hmm. risky. That's
1: kind of the bartender thing, right? You got to have a bartender that can yeah. know when to stop serving service. Yeah, you can over- I
2: mean, mm-hmm. anyone leaves my bar and they drive and they kill somebody on the way home, it it's
0: is absolutely my fault. A massive is lawsuit? that a real legal thing? Yeah, yeah absolutely. They'll shut your bit, they'll shut your shit 100%. down quick. I didn't
2: know that. Doesn't matter if you've had like, two drinks and then you just got into like a negligent accident. Yeah, that would have happened you drank. whether you drink
1: or not. It doesn't
2: matter yeah, if, if the circumstances place, apply. You're yeah, fucked. yeah, we're helmed up. but like my cameras will show. Like, dude walked out just fine. Got his keys first try. You could and have a could claim. You have a fight in yeah, court with out your out lawyer but, from Sandusky. Uh, shop. Like Nick, he owned Wonder Bar and Sandbar. He's the one that killed that Norwalk girl. Nick, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm not gonna say his last name. Yeah,
0: don't leave that out. Yeah.
2: Oh, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The young chick passed away. In that uh, accident from Norwalk, and her mom was in critical dis- condition forever. But he owns the bars. He owned the Wonder Bar and Sandbar. And uh, same concept. Like it was trying to fall back on his insurance. Yeah, okay. I actually had to run that uh, scene. Like I, because uh, I'm also a fatality adjuster for Geico, and that young girl and her mom was our customer. So I had to go see that car. But he was liable, you know?
0: Yeah, you got to understand, uh, when you're the one serving alcohol at your establishment, you are absolutely See, or I'm liable. sorry, the,
2: the golf course was, because he came from a golf outing. I'm sorry, not Nick and his bars, but he was a bar owner. He came from a golf outing. So they were trying Dude, to put we it on just, the golf course. We
1: were just in Vegas, and I was. Ast- we went to a really nice golf course, and I was astounded that they just sell you like six white claws and let you take off in that golf cart and don't fucking care how drunk you are.
2: Oh, Vegas is cool, man. It's an un- you just smoke like smoke indoors, drink outdoors. Well, you can smoke
1: cigarettes everywhere. Well, yeah. Weed yeah. is legal there, but <clears> technically <throat> you're not supposed to smoke it anywhere in on casino grounds, which is totally stupid. But I don't nobody's smoke weed,
2: so there's I don't people
1: like in the halls, like before you get to the casino and like halfway to the door that were just like lighting up blunts in the hotel. Though,
2: do you know why you feel so good in the casino? So you know they pump oxygen. In the oh house, yeah, just, yeah. i then like the you. oxygen bars that was I fucking crazy, guys. You, guys dude, like, <laughs> I up not,
1: the I'm never gonna go back to Vegas until I become a millionaire. Why? Because. Because they know what the fuck they're but doing But the only it.
0: reason I brought up the liability thing is because I'm not going to mention the bar or the people that were there But there's a bar in Illyria. Um, there was a gentleman that got too drunk and got into a fight And he was a very big guy mm-hmm. And he punched this little dude so hard he had a seizure And actually gave him brain damage And his family sued this bar In two months it was fucking Bankrupt, sold, and flipped Quick And that's where new your owners. servers
1: have to cut that big And man that off. family
0: right now I'm telling you is probably worth absolutely fucking nothing Oh, because they squandered it? There's just literally, you they fucking that bar was responsible for giving somebody fucking brain damage, right? And their family went after them like it was nobody's business,
2: <laughs> man, they took yeah. them down. Yeah, it's over serving. That's, uh, that's on us, but that comes back to the prelude that man, like, um, <clears throat> you know, shout out to my customers, but my customers do not come first, they're not even top three. Um, uh, my employees come first. Yep. Now, the customers come first to my employees, that's part of my poise, but. Um, just to have a hell of a bouncer. Yeah, and can just grab. It, it, it's not even up. that, man. It's like if I treat my, uh, you know, my employees good, they're gonna know when it's over serving time. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's not, that, that, that's gonna, the trust They're I gonna have to care put.
1: about. They're gonna care more about what Kevin thinks <clears throat> than what this drunk ass man wanting a shot.
2: thinks Well, I told them ultimately. I said it's our bar. You know, like I do the sign on bonuses, but I also do nightly bonuses. Like if we pop off, shit's busy as fuck. It's just weird. You know, if I if I grossed. X you amount. came up
1: hard on that. Yeah, You're going to share the love.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. And, I, and, and, and you know, and I've told them all that. You know, if we make X amount of dollars, and that's like double what we would have on a Friday or Saturday night, or like you know, well, we will be, but like Super Bowl Sunday or like the Ohio State Michigan game, it's just like fucked up. I can't wait. I it. will take 50 percent of the net sales that night and just distribute it between everyone working there because if I walk in on a Tuesday and I get a check from my boss for like three, four hundred dollars extra, and I did not expect that. I'm gonna kill for that guy.
1: And this, this right here is where exercising patience is gonna turn this into a global, mm-hmm. like thing. You're gonna have fucking courts in Shanghai because of this fucking yeah. attitude that you have.
2: Yeah, yeah dude. I, I already got guys that's just blowing me up now, and I'm like, dude, I'm already past the hiring process. I got, I got people waiting for me, and everyone else is like hiring now, hiring now, wanting. I'm actually turning people away right yeah. now to hire, that's because good. of that's like that. But I, I told them all, talk is cheap. So, like, and I hope... I know Did you hold, the like scru-
1: scrutinous interview process with everybody?
2: Uh, No, I mean, it's pretty chilled. It's pretty laid back. I mean, like, my thing is, like, there's two ways to get fired. Uh, if you steal from me... Like, I don't do second chances. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Fucking Jimmy died, and I was hard up. I made a mistake. I don't do second chances. There's only two ways to get fired, though. You, th- you steal from me, because if you steal from me, my profits are lower, so now that's less of a bonus that everyone else gets. Yeah. yeah you're two, fucking everybody. Two, you kill the vibe. That's it. I don't care if you're late every day. It doesn't matter, but your other bartender's going to be pissed off because you're, you're late. If you're killing the vibe. And that's going to be you killing the if, vibe, so if you're you If you have the personality you know. that
1: the other bartender's like, oh, it's just her, she's late yeah, again, yeah. then you're not killing the vibe, and yep. it's
2: cool. It's killing the vibe, that's it. If you're motherfucking my bar staff or something, or the cooks, because shit got weird, that's yeah. it, though. Um, but yeah, I mean, just after the soft open, it really opened up some doors. We were like, Jesus Christ, because... Uh, Did it
1: go way better than you expected?
2: It went so well. It went better. It went, so the old owner came, and he said... Uh, In our busiest of nights ever I've never seen this bar Half as full as this Yeah
1: good. Um, and he's had it for two years
2: Yeah he had it for two years
1: So at least in the last two years You fucking popped that bitch off Now that's not saying that much Because when you put it on Facebook right. Everybody's invited And it's yeah. a brand new bar I would still say like
2: 25% of my people That said they were coming came What I would you know, say I, the I head count myself,
1: The total head count was for that
2: night Oh shit all night I mean at least a couple hundred I mean I had a kick out like, my own family and shit I was like hey Like they were almost done with their meal, Ooh. And it was just because it was my family I was like hey let these people no, I didn't and know who I they were. If
1: I was there, if I showed up, I would yeah. have wanted to sit at my table until you were shutting the door. And like, I would oh, have wanted dude, to, shit you know what I mean?
2: Fucking crazy. And I texted all my employees the next day, um, paid them all like really well. On fucking. a group
1: text or personally? Each. Uh Each. That's very important.
2: Yeah. To like specifically what they do. Like I had one girl that's never bartended or served before. I prepped her up. We trained a little and bit. She did good. Killed it, man. South bar was packed. And on the South bar, she just like took, just handle business, man. I'm telling you. It's all about how you treat people because those guys knew it was fucked up. Okay, so just to be real quick, Friday night, like midnight, I had a hose pop. You know those hose, the the, the guns where you squirt your fucking mixers and your drinks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the draft went down too. There was a crack in the pump. And the CO2 pressure You've already seen all exploded. these shifts
1: going to happen on a frequent it basis. It exploded.
2: I had 2 inches of Diet Coke and Coke all around my bar. 2900 square foot. went through product oh like my crazy. God. i was calling MultiFlow. I even said I was like there's going to be hellfire on Monday. Like I'm taking you to core. I will fucking own MultiFlow. I was completely sober. I knew I'd win that fight because like, he couldn't send the a The fact out. that
1: you said I was completely sober yeah, dude, tells I me was, that you're drunk right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was, I,
2: was, I was...
1: You don't have to state that. Making, I would assume dude, you were sober.
2: <laughs> I don't... Because I don't get mad. I don't... I can control everything. No, dude. I'm, but our soft open was less than 12 hours away. I was like, Did you get what? it cleaned up? Yeah. We got cleaned up. I had a tech out there that morning. I called an emergency plumber to come out. We took all the CO2 out. Beer taps went down. And then my point of sale guy... He dropped the ball. He was trying to fuck around with the tablet.
1: Point of sale guy.
2: Yeah. The so guy like, who's
1: setting up your tablets to like the check the system. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, POS. But not the guy who's working for you, but the guy who's setting the shit up for your employees.
2: Yeah. If I had a problem with an employee ever, you would never know about it. I would never tell anybody. That's awesome. I would only tell that person. But yeah, my point of sale guy, he wanted to do something with a tablet or something. He wiped my fucking router like an hour before we were opening. So for the first hour and a half, everything was free. I lost thousands of dollars in retail.
1: On the open?
2: Yeah. Fuck. Everything. How was it so
1: close that it was that? Because he's just
2: fucking up. And then when he shut down the Wi Fi, because he shut down the router, I had no jukebox. So you told no music, everybody in the No beat- lottery, no ATM. No, nothing.
1: that's the whole point. Everyone bar. just walking
2: in. So then I looked at my staff and I said, listen, we can't shut down the soft open. It's too late. Too fucking late. So I found some shit, blew some dust off of those old Did you get green Bluetooth, guest checks. Bluetooth
1: speakers? Nothing. No music.
2: I made we made changes. I I um what, I put like forty dollars into the jukebox machine and auxed it into the speaker system that I have. So we had music like.
1: That was the most important first fix because that's gonna kill the hour, whole dynamic if there's not at least some. After about music. an
2: hour, I had music, but um, I said everyone's free. Every time's free. We can't do anything. It doesn't matter. I said, let's just train this. And then
1: eventually setup. you started charging?
2: Everybody, oh yeah, well, yeah, like halfway through the night. You holler
1: out, hey, everything's not free no well, more. Well, no,
2: I was paying people. I went and I sent my bar manager to go to Walmart to buy a router. I called a competitor point-of-sale system. Right said, then hey. and there, you said, Yeah, I was like, hey, it? I'll put your system in my bar. I'll pay you $5,000. You come to the bar right now. You get the Wi-Fi set up. Figure it out. He comes up. The original point-of-sale guy was able to use my router and fix it and stuff. I'm still going to switch it, but... Um, it was a fucking nightmare but all my staff I was like listen we have those old green guest check whatever like when you take an order in the 90s at like an yeah. mm-hmm. ice cream place I said like, that's it now, the and that's a with that true
1: is, test to the fucking waitresses and waiters dude too.
2: my employees they can become extremely oh stressful oh my god it was a fucking <laughs> crazy nightmare we did so good because every that's every waitress so we've awesome. not been trained on this they're abbreviating shit differently everybody is so these tickets come in we don't know what it says so I'm running back and forth I'm in the kitchen helping all the cooks we had three cooks in the kitchen like, it was a fucking nightmare. Nobody knew it was a nightmare. No customers did. My employees, smiling, did great.
1: How many would you say of the people that showed up, it was just people you knew, no strangers?
2: I knew? Probably. Or not. that
1: somebody that you knew knew?
2: Probably, probably still have.
1: So there were strangers? Yes. That's badass.
2: And we did fine. And, it, and, and, and it, dude, honestly, I talked to them this morning. I had a meeting. I called them all in. I can't stress enough like how crazy it was, but it's because of like what we've been going through the last couple weeks and like me paying them and training them and like telling them like they literally had my back. They didn't complain about it once. They were like, "Oh, fuck the point of self system down." They're like, "What do you need us to do?" And we
1: But you've probably led in such a charismatic way so far from the beginning from every, yeah, dude, they, every person Are are they a lot them. of the old are a lot of them the employees from the previous owner?
2: No, I fired all them the day I bought it. Um... Everybody. Had
1: they been out of work already?
2: No. So, my bar manager was my competitor that I had come out on Saturday. It was his lead salesman. She came to sell me their point of sale system. Her name's Caitlin DeBoard. And they fucked up. No. I hired her during her pitch to sell me the point of sale system. She quit her job. What? Yeah, at her job to come work for me.
1: That is huge.
2: Yeah. (laughs) The, 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 The salesman that sets everything up everything... I just got to talking to her, talking Dang. to her. She's my bar manager See, now, she, that's she how quit. you know
1: Kevin's going places. He fucking she sells a
2: salesman on a job on the spot. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to pitch me the point of sale system. He said, let like, me
1: pitch you something different. Yeah, she,
2: <laughs> she's my right hand now. And um, yeah, my head cook. That's what I was uh, going to ask,
1: too. Have you have you um, fucking dialed in on a manager?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's great. That's her? Yeah, she's great. Um, my head cook, same thing. And I told everybody, I was like, don't quit your day job. We could be closing up shop in two or three months. I'm like, chill. Um, And maybe some of them took it as like reverse psychology. I mean, I'm pretty narcissistic, but like I wasn't even doing reverse psychology. I was just like, yo, do not quit your fucking job.
1: You can't control when you're doing reverse psychology. Maybe. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I read a lot of books. Like I just finished up the 48 Laws of Power for like the second time. Um, Green Lights by Matthew. I only know about
1: the law of attraction. It's the only one I know. And I've been, you see what I've been manifesting.
2: Yeah. I
0: I mean, ultimately, what you're saying is a very good thing to say because restaurant and bar business is right now in Forbes the most riskiest business to get into. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's,
1: dude, when you put, that meme. Where'd you even get the flag with the end cut off? It was fi- ripped
2: off from the last owner. That's how much they didn't pay Did you see to. his post? uh uh-huh.
1: said when you open a bar thinking COVID's open and then it's not and the, the sign just says Ope. Because <laughs> <laughs> the end's chopped off of open. Yeah. It's
0: funny as fuck.
2: Yeah, it's risky. But it's risky because of bad management but
0: yeah absolutely and, and you know if you have everything under control and the, the next question i was going to have for you is what to what extent you know are the bartenders trained are we talking high class cosmopolitans old-fashioned manhattan or like
1: if just i walked up typical? and said fucking the crazy ass drink are every one of your staff gonna know it not every one it of them. doesn't matter that's that's yeah. you can't go to the shoe but, and get I that mean, shit. but well, we have yeah. system
2: in place for that because we have yeah. experienced people
0: yeah and See? not not only that i mean there's Various ways you can handle that. They make these apps that you can download. Literally, right. like press of a button that shows you exactly how to make it in yeah. a minute. But so, I mean, just, I was just curious. What we're talking about,
1: though, is if, you're, if your business does succeed, you, that, it will. it's inevitably going yeah. to gentrify that part of Sandusky. And Sandusky, to. it has to. It, absolutely. If it, yeah. if I'm saying if there ends up being a horse in every big tourist city yeah. and then ends up being every little place in between too, that part of Sandusky is not that part of Sandusky anymore. Maybe. And that would be badass.
2: Yeah, I mean it could be. Um, Unless
1: because then if if that happens and then we start seeing like homeless people in Sandusky visibly, then that would be your fault. It
2: would be my fault, yeah. But it's not really it. your fault because yeah.
1: just because they were the least ambitious and you were the most ambitious it's not yeah. your fault. Do
0: you have some sort of system in place to measure um, over pores or underpours?
2: Yeah. So uh, basically, during the interview <laughs> you, process, I've left the conversation. The I am had... door when it shuts, dude. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I remember that. That just like audibly put a sound in my head. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit, man! You remember that? You just wait for that girl to get online, dude.
0: Yeah. Yes, I did. I was geeking pink one. What was your? My tag was uh, Lil JP one 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 seven, and then I had NLB Ball for Life. Was
2: man it? Fresh twenty three. That's your fucking gamer tag still, ain't
0: it? Uh no, that's iPole ten. I've had that since I was
2: fucking. Why do I know L A ball for life? And like life was spelled that's with That's probably y. I think that's Air and N L B ball for life. And no. it, well, the, the, the Y or the Life was a Y, yeah. Yeah, so that was your old gamer tag then or something. No. How do I him. know that it was a Y then? Where do I know that from? You seem like A-I-M. a guy that would have had
1: Yahoo though. <laughs> I'm surprised you had AOL Instant Messenger.
0: No, we had AIM. You heard him just say he recognizes that sound. That's yeah.
2: Yeah, Classic too. Uh, I'm surprised. Yeah. That's what I mean. He seems like a Yahoo it, Mr. Pack, rest in peace. Oh
0: my god. Seriously, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, cried when I heard that John dude. honestly
2: probably did cry. Yeah, dude. I got into so many political debates with them and never did we get mad at each other. We always ended it. So that's professional what America is supposed to be about. Yes, man. It's because you're allowed time. to
1: disagree, and you don't have to agree, and like you don't have to get off with shaking hands and fucking being angry. You just talk to somebody and be like, damn, that's how they. Think. I'm willing to go out on a
0: limb to know to say that that man knew everything. Like, he was so damn smart, man. That's what
1: Kevin's kind of saying. He He had some wild political ideologies. He was a very genuine
0: person too nice
2: yeah some yeah some of them realistic but that's um, what i mean
1: too nice though. absolutely anything he believed that was unrealistic was out of like over generosity if
0: i had a question about something whether it be life maybe not political i might not go for, to him for political yeah. but in life i feel like i could be very confident walking up to him and ask him yeah because you would
2: always round it off to like what you should do and yeah. basically figure out yourself he was great
1: rest I, in peace man. i want to say the one thing that stands out to me though about the whole bar thing was a snap story that i saw it hold
2: was, on go ahead hold that thought write it down I want to answer your thing for the overpouring. Just yeah. out of respect you asked that. Um, so yeah, I have a bar management system. Uh, it's called Bar Patrol. And we nice. have a Bluetooth scale so all the open bottles I can just spot check people. I can, after their shift, I can just spot check like four or five bottles. I mean, I still do inventory. At the start, I'll do inventory probably daily. At, at worst, every other day. I mean, most bartenders or more bar owners do it once a month, once a quarter. It's mm-hmm. fucking outrageous. That's why they fail. But, um, Most of the time, it's not even people being malicious and and stealing. It's just they don't know anybody. They don't know how to pour. Yeah, Yeah, so I'll like pull four four bottles. And like I said, I do the Jaeger. I just put it on that Bluetooth scale. It goes to my app, and it's like, oh, it's 12 ounces down. You know, each bottle, has you know, one liter has 22.5 ounces. So then I'll look at the point-of-sale system, and let's say they're down 10 ounces. I'll be like, well, you only sold two ounces of Jameson. Mm -hmm. Where's the other eight? And maybe they made a mixed drink that wasn't in the recipe, so they just, you know, whatever. But... Um, And we have that conversation But also like Interview process Like I have jiggers That inexperienced people And the interview Because a lot of bartenders Are like Oh I've been a bartender For 10 years Like I could just Free pour Absolutely not Show me I want, yeah. like I just get empty glasses, I'm like, give me an ounce and a half, ounce. Did you ask and how I control like, the metrics? Do a, couple,
0: do a couple with your pop, and then give me a couple with the jigger, and let me see how close they are. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: it. So wait, did, was the original question that how are you f- making sure that your bartenders aren't like are giving too work. much alcohol for yeah. the That dollar? is the
0: number one loss in
1: profit No, in because I'm, I'm telling you right sad. now, bro, listen, we were just in Vegas, and Derek, Derek Saban... God
0: damn it, Kevin, if you over me one more time. I didn't mean to. Shut your mouth. But anyways, go ahead.
1: Go ahead though. I'm just saying. So if you're talking about a bottle of Crown, yeah, you get it at a liquor store around here, it's like maybe like 18 bucks or something. Right. Maybe 22. You get it at a bar in Las Vegas, it's 175 dollars because they're measuring it by like the shot. Right. that's what I mean. You you like come up so hard because if you're buying it wholesale, I imagine you get it better for than what I would get it at the liquor store for the 22. When
0: you have any kind of commercial contract, it's way less.
1: That's what I mean. So the liquor, the shots alone, bro. And if you market yourself as a luxury spot, now you can charge $6, $7 for a double of whiskey. Yeah, I,
2: don't, I don't want luxury bitches in my bar though.
0: Wow. <laughs> We're looking for them thotties, bitch. Yeah. I
1: just i took your i took your vision there already in my yeah. head. I
2: don't care
0: for. I vision. want
1: well. You could have one spot in Vegas where where the the prices are like that.
2: Yeah.
0: I just have a pretty distant relative that is in the bar business and he does really really well. So I mean, I good. just know a decent amount about it. So I mean,
2: yeah. So how does he do good?
0: Well, the same kind of way. I mean, he takes very good care of his employees. Makes sure there's well they're well experienced. Makes mm-hmm. sure nobody's overserved. He manages his liquor. He does basically everything you're saying.
2: Yeah, dude, it's the explanation. You know, <clears throat> guys, listen, the overpouring, um, I don't want that, so we got to use jiggers. Oh, the bartender for tenure. Okay, well, show me the drinks, okay? And mm-hmm. they're all the way overpouring. I'm like, all right, shut up. And then we could redo this. I'll do this every day with you before you start your shift. If you come in with within a 100% accuracy, like I'm talking about over. So that means if I wanted a ounce and a half and he did just two ounces 10 times, I would let him free pour. But they're so off. That even they humble you've, themselves out. You've up. tested
1: it and they are not yeah, yeah. good.
2: Well, no, no. Some of them are phenomenal. Some of them don't use jiggers. I will say that. But some of them humble themselves out and they're like, oh, shit, okay. You know, I'll use the jigger for a while. So you,
1: like, hey. that's so badass yeah, and, that you and give and them I, a chance uh, to I show paid for improve. a
2: mixologist. The mixologist is going to come in and they're all going to get mixology certificates. And that's more marketable. They can go to an upscale yes, restaurant. Yes, you're helping them with their resume. Yeah. I'm going to pay for that. They can get that certification. Same thing with so my, my, my cook managers. You know the serve safe stuff. uh, The serve safe manager. Now they're more marketable to go apply somewhere. Richard Branson. You know, treat treat them, train them good enough to where they can leave, but or. train and pay them good enough to that's honestly the way them.
0: it should and that's, be and that's the kind of beauty in it too because you're kind of setting it up for just that broad spectrum scale of customers mm-hmm. you know you're not just having those guys that just want to come and give me a goddamn bushlight, light please you yeah. have that those people that might walk in like hey man i want to you know old-fashioned extra bitters or something you know something like that there's a little more upscale they're going to have that certifi- certificate they know what you're talking just, about boom.
1: that's how you gentrify an area because there's like some that's what that's or
2: what my target audience is 20, 30, 40-year-old, like younger professionals. Um, military gets a discount. First responders get a discount. Healthcare workers get and a discount. And that's what I
1: mean. Your demographic
2: does not right align with your current location. It, it doesn't, but it doesn't ostracize the current location.
1: No, it doesn't. Um, that's what I mean, though. Whereas if,
2: they used to have key card systems. You had to pay to be a member, and there was... Is it
1: right near that CVS? Am I thinking of the right part of town?
2: No, it's right next to Seven Eleven. Oh, right
1: next to that Seven Eleven.
2: Yeah, and it's right next to like... Well, it's like, like two blocks away from the doghouse. The doghouse just had like two shootings. Like, last Is that month. a bar? Yeah. But there's only one ingress and egress from the doghouse, so I would never walk in there anyway.
1: Because there's, there's only not one a good... Door. There's not a good way to get out So something There's goes only wrong. one door to get right. in
2: and out of the whole bar.
1: That shouldn't even be a fire marshal allowance,
2: right? Yeah.
0: Is there any kind of uh, system you're going to put in place, whether it be a bouncer or something that might carry a weapon, just in case something like this happens?
2: Um, because... I don't know. Uh, Michelle said not to say talk about that. The lawyer? No. Yeah, we we have guns. If people bring guns in there, like, there's guns there. That'll okay. stop them. Good. I don't know who's carrying them, but...
0: I mean, it's always a difficult conversation. It's alcohol and guns. Yeah. So it becomes a very difficult conversation. No, yeah, there
2: will be sober people with guns there. Yeah, good. We don't know good. who they are. I don't know who they are. But, uh, yeah. I mean, we will have bouncers for the first open weeks because... My first bartender I hired is 37 years old. She lives on the street that tees off to Camp Street. 37 years old, she's never walked foot in this bar. The old owner was like, oh, to keep the riffraff out, let's keep the black people out. So I was like, let's call a spade a spade. That's what it was. I mean, for a long time, they wouldn't even allow blacks to have a key card there. So I have to overcome that obstacle.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. A key card. I mean, that's the hardest thing. They wouldn't sell it to them. And that's so stupid because, I mean, geez, you can't. That's lessening your profit yeah. margin. You can't do
2: that. No, yeah. They, they that's actually, them. like, fucked up. They would have old, yeah, and, like, they had weird menus like green beans and baked potatoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, bravin- like, it was just old retirees coming in there for a $12 meal, drinking Diet Cokes until 8 p.m. and then leaving.
0: So. You, you guys got a hungry man on the menu that you can yeah. throw in the microwave. That's going to than- be, like, fucking hard to turn around. They were bro. closing
2: at, like, 9 or 10 on Fridays and Saturday nights.
0: Anyone really experienced in the uh, food cost portion of the business?
2: food cost yeah
0: i mean that can it can be very stressful in food costs.
2: oh yeah so i haven't even shopped around for that because for like the first couple months i'm going to take a loss uh i'm going to stick with atlantic distributors because without them i wouldn't be open they hooked me up with an actual private chef and told me make a menu of everything you can dream and want that you would want to be at your bar and then we'll cook it for you we'll build a recipe that way you're is it all fire it's fire I'm telling you, everyone that came into the bar on Saturday night, I gave them, uh, I gave them like two pieces of paper that I typed out, everything that we will offer that's not there yet, because it wasn't like we don't have our signs up yet, but they will be this week. Shit like that, like more stools, more seating, the pool table and the shelf. The pool table just got there today, so like that wasn't there Saturday. So like I said, what we will have and what we will have like once we're open, like entertainment, DJs, trivia nights, single ladies nights, yada yada. And then um, uh, there was like a third thing, but then also like I gave like a big speech about me. But I gave them a suggestion sheet. We had like, I don't know, like 80 pieces of paper. 80 suggestion sheets. Obviously, some people didn't even leave suggestions. So we had 80 alone just of suggestion sheets. Um, and we went through all those. Every single person said the food was amazing. Now oh, I love it. Now, I will say, though, there's one cook... That was super. He was like Kevin. Like I've been in the industry, but like I don't want to be on the grill or the griddle. I can fuck up appetizers and fryer. Like let me do that. Let me be that guy, the appetizer guy. I said absolutely. That's fine. Um, and like ten minutes into the soft open, I was like, "You're on grill. That's it. It's just it's just you." It's and he burnt be. the fuck out of everything. <laughs> he burnt the fuck. But out of But he told everything. you he didn't want to be on. But it, he, he knows.
0: Said. He knows his place. he gets stuck like that, it kind of yeah. happens.
2: I said, "Keep going." And I came back in like twenty minutes later. So everyone's burgers coming back. I made him re them. I said, "Keep going," you know. And then the rest of the night, he was on growing, cooked phenomenal burgers.
1: See, he just learned. You yeah. just had to fuck up a couple times and be like, "Shit, I don't want to fuck up like yeah, that again." Like, learn.
0: that shit was in you before opening. Are you putting to- any effort into the actual plating of the food to make it actually look upscale, by any chance? Because I mean, like, if you think a picture, like a top golf. Yeah. It's just you're swinging golf balls, but they present these beautiful dishes.
2: No, not really. I don't want to be considered a restaurant that serves beer. I want to be a bar that serves food.
0: Nice. nice. So, I love that. But we
2: double down on the quality, though. So, like, I mean, the, the chef hooked me up. He built a menu. So I'm like, fuck it. I won't even shop around, at least for a while, you know, because they helped me. Without them, honestly, I wouldn't be open yet. Right. So they I was like, all right, that, you guys got my way Yeah, I was like, I'll fuck around and get some fresh produce, you know, somewhere locally from like Mashari Brothers or something, but just so it's fresh, fresh. But um, I said, I won't not shop around. When that becomes an issue, I'll shop around because you guys, I owe you. Right. Um, but um, presenting, honestly, we got like five comments. It was too much food. So yeah. we didn't present it right. I mean, no one said anything at all. It looks fucked up. It's just baskets just with the paper. Sizing. Yeah, like there was just so much food. Yeah. So so just
1: cut back on portions. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We scaled it down. I have them pre-measuring like appetizers and fries. We're, like, we're weighing them out on the scale. Everyone's getting like six ounces of this, eight ounces of that. Um, yeah, presenting it? No, not really. I mean, I mean, no. I just don't want to be the restaurant. All right, All right, that's the
1: Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse. And
0: I guess this would be my final yeah. question in terms of the actual bar, but I know your bar's fairly unique, and I won't say fairly. It definitely is unique, and it's going to be fucking yeah. awesome. I can't wait to go. But um, how many seats in the bar? What's the fire marshal limit?
2: <sighs> um, so the, okay, so the fire marshal is actually exceeds probably what I'll ever have in there. Right now, we can seat 64 people. Awesome. If I pay, uh, I still got, I, I do, I do have to buy more stools mm-hmm. and better quality stools. Like, that was part of the, the typing out, like, what we will have. Like, right now, the stools suck ass. The chairs suck ass. ass. Um, it's just, like, even bulk buying comfortable quality stools is, like, 50, 60 bucks a stool. So oh, like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. So, I, I'm like, I don't want to do it right now. We'll see if it like is successful and then people are like, suck. I'm like, absolutely, let's do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. buy it. So Dude, that's the number one complaint
1: that. I get in my stores. These yeah. chairs suck.
2: Yeah, I'll wait until like we start turning a profit and then to do it. I'm not gonna like dump all this money up front and then be like, Oh well, that was not, not a good call. Um But yeah, so we yeah, we can if I, if I stool it out the way I want to after the shelf's built and everything, we could probably seat like 70 butts, 72 butts.
0: Do you plan on doing a decent amount of live bands or anything? or just Yeah, you- yeah,
2: yeah. We're going to have live music. BMI, shout out to you, BMI not. They were like, oh, entertainment license. You need that for live music. Fuck you. If you're wanting to start a bar, you don't need an entertainment license. But um, yeah, we'll do live music. Um, they try to get their money because like cover bands... They pretend like they pay like like if you came up with a cover band and played like a Nirvana song.
1: They were gonna pay Nirvana they, yeah, for a royalty. BMI, yeah, BMI
2: fronts is like they pay all these bands royalties. But isn't it I'm true like, how that the fuck do you know what bands coming in here to pay mu- music? Don't you have
1: to pay something similar, though, to pay the stuff in the. I pay that already for TouchTunes. For the ball. Yeah, the oh ball yeah. Music. that's why you yeah. can
2: play any song in my bar right. yeah. TouchTunes. So you already yeah. own that. Yeah. Well, I don't own it, but yeah, I have rights to it. It's like $40 a month, whatever.
1: Yeah. I'm saying Nirvana's getting their cut of your bar, so fuck that. From TouchTunes. Not, not Kirk Cobain. You know. Yeah,
2: no. he's well, Kurt's not with, Dude, he hasn't cashed a check in a minute. It's been a while. to check in on him. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's fucking weird.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you said 3,000 square feet, correct? Yeah. yeah that's, that's like 29. Pretty 80. good size. I mean, because I've been to some small bars, man, and they'll have these live music, and it just fucking blows you away, and it's just almost too much. So I'm glad you got that square footage. That's yeah. awesome.
2: I mean, it's see, and I know what bands you're talking about are, are like bars. My bar is not that bar. Like, the live music for us will probably be like an acoustic guy, just I love the way it. the layout is. Yeah. I probably, I mean, we could do it. We could pull it off probably fine. I probably won't have, like, the amps in the drum set. I mean, I, I I, love that shit, but it's just not... It would be too much for Hort. Um, it, it doesn't make sense The majority of... You've I'll, I'll say
0: 95% of live rock bands that I've seen at a bar are far too overbearing.
2: Yeah, and it's just too much. It's like, that's a lot of extra. It's just... I mean, you're like, hey, can I get another drink? It's <laughs> yeah. fucking like,
0: oh, my goodness.
2: No, yeah, it'll be, like, chill. But, yeah, we'll have, like, trivia nights, theme nights, um... A lot of shit.
0: I love this fucking idea. That's fucking awesome.
2: Yep. I cannot wait to get yeah, i super excited for it. I won't fail. I won't fail. And like, we'll be successful.
0: Honestly, and the thing
1: about Kevin is is entrepreneurs, if you're talking about it, you're going to fail. You're going to fail two, mm. probably three times. He's fucking got that shit out of the way. I believe <laughs> kind of, yeah. it's time for him to
2: succeed. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, a lot of the uh, other bar owners, pizza owners came out <laughs> Saturday night. I was surprised. They wanted Uh, to see what was going on. Yeah. Pizza Boys owner came out. Pizza House West came out. That's going to happen. Came out. Like the bar or. Do you guys have pizza on the menu? I don't know. But, um, like, they just came out to check it out. And I was like, hey, guys, while you're here, I want to work on some cross promotion. And they're like, what? And I was like, marketing. You know, I'm trying to figure out a way to where I can give customers a discount if they prove to me or show me that they bought something from your business, you know? And, like, I wanted to say receipt, but I feel like that would, like, be like, hey, I want to see your prices. Yeah. Which I could just go there and see their prices, though, so maybe they wouldn't take it. It would be
1: so easy to send any every, random you know, person were, in there. We're yeah. so
2: receptive. And I was like, Yeah, maybe like if they take a photo and show me, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm trying to think it out and like I'm still working on it, but they all the business owners were like, That's so great. And like that's a little reverse psychology. It's like, yo, I'm looking out for your guys' businesses. I wanna push-
1: I'm I'm not here to fuck anybody's style up. I just am trying to join the community.
2: Yeah. I wanna I wanna push them out and like I, yeah. Uh,
0: no matter what if new competition comes in and it's new and it's youthful, everyone's gonna scout. They're gonna see what they're dealing with. I I'm mean, especially saying... some of these bars that have been around for so long. It gets rough. Yeah, everyone's gonna scout.
1: But in a town like Sandusky, where you have a I mean, honestly a worldwide attraction in Cedar Point, that's not like a light thing. You have a big opportunity here with what you have.
2: Yeah. There's two apartments there too, so it's like Airbnb. Um
1: Wait, you have living spaces included in what your mortgage is for yeah, this place? Yeah, there's
2: two bedroom, uh, bathroom or two bedroom apartments, one bath, two bedroom.
1: You've got bath. to renovate them to the most like outlandish, like unique.
2: They are amazingly renovated. They were just renovated like six months yeah, ago. Yeah, but awesome. make them have like a,
1: a, like a certain theme. Please to tell them. me there's
0: exposed brick and ductwork in these apartments uh not really some because i mean most of those buildings in sandusky man some of the Beautiful. apartments are gorgeous
2: so that building that we have is from 1870 i really wish i it would was have been a able meat, to it come was a see meat it. place um and the original menus i kept them from the last owner he has a picture circa 1880 when it was a meat shop and, like a bunch of the kids outside and um i actually have there's a sign that my girl's like all the bartenders were like oh don't hang that shit cuz they just want beer signs I'm like whatever it's cool But the old owner kept it. Is it
1: a Holocaust joke?
2: No. Well, I could be. I'll
1: segue (laughs) into a Holocaust joke. I got the greatest Holocaust joke. No, you cannot. Why? I was just saying because that's how we lost Tommy. And you know that's how we lost Tommy.
2: I was not even that mean to Tommy all the time. I made little comments. You made
1: one joke and that was too much. Which one? I forget what you told me you said, but you called proud about it and then we didn't hear from Tommy (laughs) anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I was about to check out anyway i you ask, gotta
1: live and you gotta learn. I was dude. gonna ask
0: but I don't think I wanna know. Dude, no, that's not something an Something seems thing, criminal. Yeah.
2: <laughs> dude, okay. it, was, it was pretty risque. i just probably Kevin's just
1: Honestly, I told you, he's never given a fuck. He no. just is, uh, he's like unapologetically Yeah. totally authentic to Yeah, if you're not family or
2: someone that I would just like wake up out of a dead sleep for and drive to you at 3 a.m., it doesn't matter. It, your, your opinion doesn't matter. Your thoughts, your, what you heard, it doesn't matter because... You don't, I don't know. Would you drive
1: out of a dead sleep for me?
2: Yeah, you would, yeah. Not Johnny. Not that Johnny, it's just we're not that close, which is cool. But if I was like,
1: bro, me and John's car broke down, like we're in danger, bro, could you please come get us? Yeah.
2: See, I'm kind of a man. I got you, bro. I'm but it's not even a, like I've spent more time with him. I mean, technically we spent more time. You probably don't even have You probably I'm kind don't kind of a man stand,
0: I stand on my own two
2: feet. <laughs> right. I just don't know Johnny like that yet. So it's you like, do
1: have Kevin Thomas's phone number in
0: your contacts. I do know.
2: Exactly. See, so, so that's it's just, fair.
0: I don't even yeah. think we're friends on Facebook, Snapchat, or anything.
2: Yeah. He honestly
1: it's, is a cool dude.
0: It's, I it's, don't doubt that. It,
2: it's not that I wouldn't. It's just no, we've I never don't. got to point The
1: universe didn't put it up there
2: until right the second. What did you ask before you said the racist joke, though? Uh,
0: I don't know, let's move damn. on to the racist joke
2: I can't think about it I forget what he really just <laughs> said Oh no, no, no. The, the sign, so yeah, this is a holocaust joke There are original receipts from beer distributors When this became a bar after Prohibition mm-hmm. Like original ones Signed that should with be ink worth something at the And like stained with coffee or whatever And there's like 50 are of them Are they framed? It, yes And some of my patrons on Saturday were like Yo, you should get a copy of that, hang that And then keep the original somewhere else It's beautiful
0: could be worth a decent amount of money.
2: Maybe. But okay. yeah, it was from like Dorner's Beer.
0: Number
1: one, whoever told you to make a copy and hang the copy, fuck them. Why? Hang the
2: originals. But they were like, we don't want like, you know, a drunk guy to get like shoved into a hang break it, Hang
1: it behind the bar where it's like... That's what I said. I mean, that's thinking. like yeah. the Shelf.
0: perfect place when you think now, about listen, it in Sandusky. I mean, there was so much smuggling of alcohol from Canada during the Prohibition, you know. I didn't know about The, that. the hottest oh, yeah. bar
1: in Willard since I've been alive was the Tin Shed, Okay. And they had dollar bills that if somebody died or you just wanted to write, like, I love you or whatever, like, like, Kevin loves Chelsea, like, and put it up there, whatever. you Chelsea? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, as an example, you could write that on a dollar bill and they would pin it up on the wall. And, like, Uh, me and all my friends, like, wrote one for Jacob. All
2: my friends and I.
1: Yeah. All my friends and I wrote one for (laughs) Jacob. And then uh, somebody broke in and stole all the ones off the wall.
2: So it was like... I'm going to be honest,
0: that's kind of a tacky thing in a bar. I've never been a real big fan.
2: I've always hated that. No one but I've but ever met from hates it as much as, as I did. Like, I don't even hate it that much, but like, everyone was like, oh, I like it. I've never heard anyone else say they don't like it. I just don't like it. I'm not a big fan. It's, it looks stupid to me. It looked horrible, if it, and, Wolfies, if in and there, Wolfie's is a very successful bar, you know, of course. Yeah. But if they're and they doing got, it... They
0: got rid of theirs. They took all of it down, put it in frames, and then started putting it on the walls to be decoration.
1: But yeah, because they hated
0: it. It was fucking you
1: hideous. You should frame the dollar bills. it's way cooler.
2: So instead of dollar bills, we have a pay it forward wall. That's not implemented yet, but it will be. It's blank coasters. And you can buy a beer and then write something on it. And then people can go to that wall and look at it and then find one that they'll do. So for example, like uh, this one's for an Afghanistan veteran or something. Or sing your favorite song to a bartender. Oh, and you'll you'll go claim it. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I could do that one. And you pull it off and then you do it.
1: So you can come to this bar and just get a free drink just by fucking doing, doing one of one those, those things. things. Yeah, yeah, And there's people out there who are broke and have that free spirit attitude that would yeah. love that bar because they're going to come every yeah. time and get fucking like six free drinks because they're going to do all of yeah, this we're gonna shit.
2: Yeah, we're going to have a, have a uh, United States of America map because like fuck foreigners, but America right <laughs> here, right? And then that's going to be locked and then like if you could show us an ID from somewhere else or like proof that you were from there, we'll open it and then put like a pin in there. <laughs> Also, yeah, I I just imagine want to all the people drunk. The okay.
1: How many times have I been in this position at a bar where <laughs> I, I go like up, I condition? order I order a drink, I'm like a double shot of Jack and a bud lights for me and my girl. Yeah. And then they tell me the total and I like open my wallet up yeah. and I'm I'm out of money. Right. And now what? I freaking run to this room you're talking about, do a couple of the challenges and that's it. get my get my order that's and that's that.
2: That's it. You know?
1: That's, that's genius, right. Kev.
2: That'll set us apart, and then like yeah, the, the map will set us apart. Um, oh, the beer man. games will set us apart.: I think so it's, it's gonna going to get
1: It's honestly, my prediction for this is yeah. it blows up bigger than your wildest imagination, but yeah. it ends in a ball of fire.
2: Dude, I'm, uh, I've been humbled out by business. I've lost a lot, but uh, I, I truly it's going get I truly think that like this place isn't big enough for our ideas. It's just not At a certain point, we have to stop adding shit.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm telling you right now. I'm saying unless what, what you make Saturday enough revenue to, to us, open more, open dude, more, and better cities. and
2: Just out of my people that I invited, maybe a quarter of them showed up. And That's like, just like basic sales else's, data, though. But like, I'm telling you, like the people that were just texting me and texting my bar manager and other bartenders, because they saw all of us post on Facebook and Snapchat, they were like, holy fuck, is it open? I'm not even going to market the, the, the grand opening. I can't.
0: I was going to ask, you know, like, we're actually going to silent opening.
2: open on Thursday.
0: Oh, nice. Because, you know, I was going to ask. If there are marketing a, it right now. If there was like a specific date. But yeah, keep that under wraps. Just, I, I definitely want to go. We've been
2: telling people, like, yeah, Friday the 13th, August. But we're just going to soft open on Thursday. I'm just going to put the open sign out and the open A frame with some, you know, growing
0: It's on the 13th.
2: It was originally, but you we're, we're just going to open the doors Thursday.
0: Uh, it was Friday. This, Friday, Friday, this Friday is
2: Friday's the 13th? 13th? Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. I but you're going to do
1: it on Thursday just because.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because, like, dude, the day I bought the bar was actually my birthday, July 2nd. And when we got back from the lawyer's office, the neighbor's tree had fallen all the way across my parking lot and blew my whole fence down. And there's a black cat that lives in, like, the garage behind me. Dead. And then Friday the 13th, <laughs> and it's like... Everything, uh, everything that happened for the soft opening on Friday was a fucking bloodbath. I lost all those thousands on their soft opening, so I'm like, hopefully it's just out of the way. I, everything I actually, you just
1: said is tr- meaningful.
0: I actually, <laughs> I actually can come, but I just can't drink, so I'll definitely, I'll definitely be there.
1: Honestly, John,
0: because I gotta drive to Minnesota the next morning. Or er, Jesus, Missouri.
1: I just have to say, I
2: thought you were gonna. Drive this to is Jesus. totally
1: unrelated to this podcast <laughs> specifically. I've never been so proud of my homeboy over here to the left.
2: Yeah, what are you super sober now, 100? Uh, this weekend I had a few drinks
0: just because it was a uh, the whole mud volleyball thing. But I haven't had basically. But he's I haven't clearly
1: be- better off because if he didn't have a drink the whole time, we've been sitting here for an hour and 15 minutes, and he he's had total chances to drink many ways. Yeah, I mean
0: the thing is, Go I slides. really want to prepare. You know, of course I am getting a new job. I'm moving out of state, and uh,
1: have that uh, has that been confirmed?
0: Well, I have. Now, three offers on the table. Trying. I'm going to Missouri to get my fourth offer to see which oh, is geez. going to give me the best. Move so, to
1: Missouri. I'd love to, lo- to visit. Just south Kansas St. City. St.
0: You know, I got a bunch of these. Uh, now, right now, it's three, you know, six-figure offers, and I'm hoping that Grandview gets over top of even further that six-figure. So you, you can't
1: ask him questions. You have to freaking listen to our previous episodes to figure out how he got here, Kevin. A- <laughs> I do.
0: But anyways, you know, um I'm moving because, you know, I had uh, my own business with my family and, Family business doesn't always work out. Different ideas, right. whatever. So I just kind of taken my own path. I won't speak the bad blood with me and my family. But, you know, the market that I'm in, is it, it, the industry I'm in, is very niche. You know, and it's very high paid. You know, hazmat packaging and testing it. And mm-hmm. it's just there's not certifying officials with the Department of Transportation walking the street every day. Probably the right. youngest, pretty youngest professional at his
1: level in the country. Oh, yeah.
0: I am the youngest certifying official in the nation right now. I love it. And uh, I've been in this position now since I was 24. And, um... It takes a long time to become one of those. I didn't get it until, like, 2019. It took me that many years to become a certifying official. But, um, anyways, um, you pretty, it much, pretty much every single facility that I had contacted, man, they're just like, yeah, we want to we get you on here. We want to have a Zoom call, come see our facility. And so far, I have three offers, and i got to get my fourth so uh, this week. What happens to
2: the podcast?
0: Uh, Kevin and I, we'll figure out something. It'll be, fine. Honestly, it'll, be
1: a, it'll be a Zoom Uh, Oriented thing with David uh, filling in live.
0: Um, I was gonna, I did talk to David and I had mentioned to him, you know, take it over, be, you know, AA with Dave and Kev, but Dave said, fuck you. Um,
1: he wants to have like he wants to have a different. Maybe it'll just be AA with John and Kev with me and John on a on a Zoom and then. Well, it's a lot different. Me we can and Dave with a different podcast. We
0: can do this so much different. I, I've seen so many podcasts on the internet that you can look. I can record myself sitting in my office yeah. in my apartment and then I can send you. We all could the be audio just FaceTiming
1: and, while we do it and yeah. tie it up later. It'll be yeah. fine. But but what? What we are oh, trying yeah. to really do is like we want. To have like a sports podcast, we want to have like. i had this, this entire thing mapped out. If you want, if you have ideas for a podcast, come to us, and you can use this studio. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I want this to to ultimately become is like Clinton Street Studios, where we that's where we started out. It's what we call. Like our That's our brand So once it
0: actually Creates a lot of traction And we build that kind of brand That's when We're going to start The LLC to house And um, You know umbrella All these different Kind of sp- spinoff podcasts You know we had one We wanted to do Called last resort sports That's all about sports When it's in season What chance do The fucking browns have Fucking zero And then we it's wanted just to do to find
1: Dedicated individuals To fill the roles
0: Right And right. Wh- we also wanted to do Something as simple As throwback Thursday On Thursday we talk about Old music from high school days Or whatever the case may be Just any idea imaginable that. You know, so, so. Obsessed
1: with this. it's just if we could quit, if I, I mean, he'd already did, I don't know, but like if I could just quit my nine to five, we could, we could like get some stuff rolling. But that's the thing, like, you just make excuses after you've been working for eight hours, and that's my problem. Dude, yeah. Jim, Jim Carrey's the best. Uh, I drive to the houses, and I did like, ever, write the Did you ever hear Jim Carrey's speech though
2: for that, like, uh, consummation at the college? He talked about his father. His father was the greatest comedian he's ever known, Jim Carrey, and that's the only reason he became a comedian, because his dad was so good that he wanted people to see the remnants of his dad. Um, but his dad didn't make a lot of money doing comedy it fast enough, so he became an accountant. He got fired from that job when he was an accountant um, when Jim Carrey was like 12 years old. So they became homeless and all this shit.
1: Damn, I didn't know he was actually yeah. homeless.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He lived in Canada and shit. And um, he, uh, he he said that you can fail with what you don't like doing. So you might as well take a, shan- uh, or, uh, a, a chance. Or a shot. Yeah. A uh, chance. A, a, a what, yeah, a chance. Uh, a chance at what you do love doing. Because he got fired from that accounting job. And anyway, they were homeless. he anyway. might as well have tried to be yeah, the dude. and that's Because
1: then he could have been Jim <clears throat> fucking Carey, $100 million yeah. man, you know it's what I mean?
2: It's 100% sure. Like, the, the the salary doesn't bother me. I mean, I do, I still do, so phenomenal. Geico, I could become a state manager. I could be like the youngest state manager right now in history. I became, I was part of the Golden Chair Club. Um, I got a chance to meet Warren Buffett because he owns Berkshire Hathaway. He owns Skyco. Did you shake his hand? He no, also... no, I didn't get a chance because of COVID. So, like, I was supposed to, and then COVID happened. So, like, we, I didn't get to physically meet him, but I was still gold chair club. But, like, it doesn't bother me. Like, money, I'm telling you, I'm serious. It took me a long time to realize this, and I say that as 28, but um, money is not the most important thing because, like, when, dude, I mean, only a couple laps around the sun, that's all we all got. When I'm 70 or 80, I don't care that I made $100,000 at 27 working It all Geico. Comes back to Gary. No, I'm going to look back to, yeah, I'm going to look back and be like, dude, I created the biggest bar in Geico right now, and now it's a franchise, mm. you know, or something like that. The and biggest bar in what? Sandusky.
1: You said Geico. You said, Geico. <laughs> or, you said the You're biggest right. bar and Geico, they knew it. bro. You just just what you worked mean. for Geico, sorry, sorry. No, I know. It's just, know just funny you how mean. you mix that yeah. up, dude. That was Literally hilarious. on one of the
0: old episodes I've been going through, and I've been uh, just listening just to see what we were when we first started. I almost
1: did that the other day. and
0: uh, <laughs> We ran into this little game we were playing, and... Uh, you, somebody was like, you, "You you just named a totally different country," like, and I accidentally said, "Like yeah, like fucking Europe," and Europe's a
1: fucking no, <laughs> like, country. Garrett Hall and Caleb Logan, we did like a trivia with them on it. And Are the you smarter than
0: a fifth
2: grader?
1: The questions we asked were so fucking easy, and they <laughs> oh, knew
2: none of them, bro. Dude, yeah. was fucking hilarious. I listened. I to like, the first thirteen minutes of that one. No, that was like the first one to... I actually listened dude, to off Caleb's phone.
1: Freaking. That one, like, we all had to spend the night, bro, because we fucking got way <laughs> Caleb too Caleb literally drank puked,
0: basically two puked full bottles. right there, right? Yeah, Caleb did. He drank two full bottles of Captain Morgan because that was the prize for winning the game was a bottle. And they they lost, brought their own lost, and they
1: still drank it. I love there, that. Fucking no way they
0: won. Like, we did a New Year's Eve episode. I Maybe mean, we just did a bunch of shit it the first was, season. Honestly,
1: it's been so fucking fun. I can't wait to talk to you later, like, when we've all, like, grown. That's going to be the best part about this is the fact that it's going to exist forever yeah. online, on YouTube, Apple Music, <laughs> Spotify. And we'll be able to, like, look back and, like, how we were thinking and stuff. It'll probably be as cringy as our memories on Facebook from, like, 2008. Dude, those
2: aren't <laughs> that cringy. Are you going to hit me with anything with The Office real quick?
1: I just feel like, no, we've been going for, like, an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. no yeah,
2: this is
0: actually one of our really long
2: episodes. Yeah, it's super long.
1: It's going to be a big one.
2: You guys let the guests ramble too long. It's on you. Yeah, I don't know. No. this is
0: really good. This is, is a really good episode. Gonna,
1: it only goes this long if it's organic. Otherwise, we would. Have That's what up I said when we
0: were just talking about what you know we'd go to you know after talking about the bar and everything. I was like, we always just we've kind of just freelancing. It's it works perfectly.
1: And with you, it's you know no doubt we easy. could we could go for five hours. You're fucking you're fucking <laughs> what's his name? The most
2: w- interesting man in the world.
1: No, that fucking uh, crazy yeah. ass guy that used to have his own TV channel till he got banned from Facebook.
2: St- um. Mr. Rogers?
1: No. No. It doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm lost
0: on that.
1: We're fine. We can sign out of this. But
0: anyways, this. yeah, I think this is a good time to wrap it up. Kev, thanks for coming on. What's and, the uh, address
2: to your bar and shit? 1040 Camp Street. 1040 Tendusky. Camp yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you, uh, if
0: you're in Sandusky on this Thursday, make a little stop in yeah. and see what's going on. and uh, Got to. It's yeah. going to be awesome, man. I'm definitely going to be there. I'm going to stop in. Um... It's going to be that. cool to see. So, Kev, if you want to throw out a handle, or anything, Twitter, just to they show them where you're me. at.
2: That is uh, Pornhub.com <laughs> slash uh, I love it. Yes. But
0: anyways, yes. we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace.